But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? here in studio today and Vinny is getting ready to pop the Cleaver Browns champagne hopefully he doesn't kill my ceiling don't put an eye out don't put an eye out Vinny easy with that oh there it is we said we would drink this on air after the Brown season and what a great season it was so boys cheers thank you sir thank you Vinny we would show this on video but it's probably not good so this is the Cleveland Browns, what is that, Vinny? The uh, Cleveland Browns 46? Yep, Cleveland Browns 1946. Alright, so boys, cheers to a winning Cleveland Browns season oh. for the first time in a yep. long time. Ooh, that's not bad. Nope, not bad all right. at all. Now don't forget, take some of that down to Mama while I do our intro and stuff, because she wants some mimosas out of that thing. You want me to say good morning first? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Benny, how you doing, bud? Hey, good morning. There it is. All right. Mm-hmm. So we have we have a very special show today. We got a couple uh, spots going on. I'll wait for Vinny to come back up to give the award. But we have a new show sponsor, Bri. All right. Yeah. We are sponsored <clears throat> by Underdog Clothing Company. You can check them out at underdogclothingco.com or at Twitter with underdogclothei3. Or on Instagram at underdogclothingco.com. I got to get used to this. This is a new library sure, for us. you'll get it. Uh, but, uh, you know, they uh, we reached out to them. They reached out to us. And we should be wearing some of their garb for you guys on our live show next Tuesday at Mr. B's Tavern. Nice. And I'm I'm pushing for six o'clock. We go live, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, we're going to go to Mr. B's. Do what we always want to do, you know, with the food, the drinks, everything sure. else. We're going to have Vic on with us. We are also going to have the league operator of the APA, the American Pool Association, Harold Kill on with us too. While we are there, and probably a couple other friends know that we are uh, going to be there, so they might chime in their two cents. Especially, I think Toby said he was going to be there. To give uh, Vinny some stuff. So Vinny is finalizing everything. What did we say? Around 6 o'clock we go live? Uh, yes. All right. So here we go, boys. We are just chugging right along. And we have got to do some shout outs. So, Brian, you got any shout outs for today? Uh, I don't have any. No. I, and, and that's a failure on my part, I guess. Um, right. I, I mean, we'll get into all the people I probably would shout out. As we talk about the Browns, but uh, for now, keep it simple. All right, Vinny, you got any shout outs? Um, no one local particular. Uh, I do would like to go ahead and shout out uh, the Bills. Go Bills! There he is. There's, keep it up, buddy. There it is. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Oh. We might as well get into that top three now because a couple episodes we did our top three uh, Super Bowl favorites, uh-huh. and uh, Vinny still has all three teams in with the Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Bills. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Brian, what you got left? You got the Chiefs and I, the. I just have the Chiefs. My number one. I uh, my other the one. Chiefs? Yeah. Yep. And Seattle got, and the Saints got knocked yeah, out pretty I got, early. I got the Bills and Green Bay still left. Yes, sir. So, you know, it was close. You know, we had to pick. I had Seattle knocked out, too. So it kind Front of sucks. Um, we got to give some shout-outs to the uh, Cheap Seats boys. We did a cheap ham party again mm-hmm. last Friday, which was a blast. Those two. And then we brought Craig Fountain with us on it. And it just turned into something weird. Like, I don't even know. How, it was our first live show and our first live experience and me trying to figure out all the controls and everything. I mean, you, you can't go out and party on Friday nights anymore, so it was as close to a Friday night party as you could possibly have. And if you haven't heard our intro and dance to, you got to check out the Bluegrass Beard on TikTok. That is the juice. And the juice got our intro music and he started dancing to it. And it is... 
I love that kid. I love him so much. <laughs> I felt weird watching it, to be honest. <laughs> Clean up those moves, Juice. Um, also, we have, what do you have, Kevin here? No, that's my bad. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you can shout out Kevin if you want. Well, we have uh, the Voice of the Land podcast. Kevin showed some uh, videos of the rally that they had down at the stadium on Saturday for the Browns. Mm-hmm. And it was many people that showed up out there. Now, we're going to have Landon on, Craig's son, here a little bit later. He's going to talk about his video, but he was also at the rally. So I kind of want to get their take on that. And plus with Landon, he's a younger generation, and I can't wait to hear his thoughts on some food. So we're going to drill him a little bit on food and see what he likes. <laughs> um, other than that, we got to get into... It's trivia time, isn't it? It's trivia time. Hold on, let me get that music. Uh-oh. Come on. I got another video coming in. Oh, boy. Here we go. Trivia time. Now, our trivia is always brought to you by Papa V and Curb Appeal Landscaping. You can contact Papa V at curbappeal419.com for all your landscaping needs. And this week, it is Bry's turn for the trivia, so big time yep. to give it to me. Yep. Um, hopefully, this will be the end of these trivia questions going back to such and such date last time the Browns made the playoffs. Yes. This is a question Going back to the last time the Browns made the playoffs in 2002. Yes. I am looking for the top three uh, quarterbacks with the most starts. From the last. For from your last... Cleveland Browns. The last 18 seasons since 2002. <laughs> oh, and, and you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling nice. I'm going to give you number one. Number one is Baker. Okay. Baker, even though he's only played three seasons for the Browns. Okay. He's number one. As sad as that is. So give me two and three. Okay. Most starts. And believe me, number two is kind of clear cut, but after that, it's a jumble of a lot of mess. Okay. It's like a jambalaya of crap. Oh, God, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. I think you can get it. I hope so. It's Here. not Johnny Manziel. Don't okay. throw that out there. Well, he's having a bad enough time trolling the Browns bastard. What is he doing? I don't know. He's being a dick, but it's all right. You've got so, nothing better to do. got nothing we better to do. It's all right. So here, let me let me chug down this champagne. I know you're not supposed to chug it, but you hit me with a weird trivia question. <laughs> oh boy, that's bubbly. All right. So I got to come up with two. All right, two. All right. Well, let's get to the Browns and Chiefs here. All right. Obviously, the Browns lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, twenty-two to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a sloppy game at first. You know, the Browns were down nineteen to three at halftime. Then they came back with a vengeance in the second half, and everything was going right. You just felt that momentum. Like, you know, Vinny and I were at the bar watching it, which we sent out a couple videos that you can find on Twitter and Facebook. Some of them are funny, because I didn't know how to shut off the live on Facebook, and I'm like, oh. And I'm like, well, might as well just keep it going, and I'm just panning around oh, everywhere. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, it's funny. That's why I'm the producer. <laughs> that's why, yeah. That's why he's the... Vinny, help him out. Come on yeah. now. And then Brian brings up, he goes, I got to teach you camera angles. Right. So you can't go Come that on, low. man. Dude. Your four chin was just glowing. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? They have what a thing called do? a selfie stick. Look into it. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> All right. So um, the one big takeaway I got from the game is Baker played outstanding again. And you know something? He's due, bud. He's due. He's due for an extension. I, I believe he is our franchise quarterback. There's no doubt in my mind anymore. And any people that say says there's a doubt, you guys are just trolling right now. Because since week eight, since that bye week, something changed in Baker. And I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. he is, he's been on fire. He's had, what, two interceptions, or three now, I think, mm-hmm. since week eight. And yes, one of them was a bad interception to the Honey Badger, which I got to kick Juice in the dick for that, for predicting that one. But, did he really? Yeah, well, he did it on the Cheap Seats oh, podcast. Right, said, you know, right. Baker makes a mistake, the Honey Badger's going to pick it off, and he did. So yeah. then I had to blow his ass up on the phone. That'll be Grant Delpit next year. Don't get too upset about it. But uh, a lot of people were upset with the uh, Browns defense, and I was not one of them. To hold Kansas City to 22 points, Browns defense played good. 
right. It didn't look great at times. It did not look great at times, but they played good enough for the Browns to win that game. All right. So I'm not harping on it. And everybody that's harping on Joe Woods, back off. He's dealing with third string guys in the secondary. He's dealing with guys hurt on the offensive line. He's dealing with rookies at linebacker. Give him a check. Like it's, it's unreal. You're trying to get the DC out of here because of one play, a third and 14 finicky play that Chad freaking Hitty. <laughs> God, I hate saying Chad Hitty. Who God, thought that Hitty. he would come back to kill Ohio teams. Ugh, uh, like Chad Hitty. I know. Right. And I get it. I get it. It's a fluky play. He scrambled. Nobody's expecting him to run. It's Chad Hitty. <laughs> yeah, and Joe Woods is a first-year defensive coordinator in a pandemic year, so I'm not going to kill him too much. Um, but... My my takeaways, my main takeaway from this game was just, man, the the whole week leading up to it, I tried to talk myself off the ledge. I mean, you came out and you gave some ridiculous stat that you were a hundred percent confident in the Browns. I, you know something? Even with that punt there at the end of the game, I was still confident yes, that the but Browns it took, could come back. But away. it took a injury to the best player in football for them to get into that game. I mean, it it sucks for me to say, but. Like, hey, For me, look at this face. This face doesn't care. Hey, right, hundred percent confident. Wins a win, <laughs> right? And we all know that you're 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 more fan, and I'm more realistic. So I tried to, similar to the first week of the season against the Ravens, I tried to tell myself that uh, this game, you know, you're ten point underdogs. There's a reason you're ten point underdogs, and so and it looked like in the first half that wasn't enough. You were down nineteen to three at halftime when they had their starting quarterback, but I don't want to talk about that. I'm just going to talk about just how much of a roller coaster this game was because the Browns got screwed left and right. So hold on, you say it was nineteen to three. They about scored there at the end of the first half with oh, Higgins. Yeah. It got oh, screwed. Oh, we'll get into we that. Yeah, we got screwed left and right, but we also got a ton of benefits with yeah, Ma- well, mainly Mahomes going out. Yes, and then Chad Henney. Throwing up the punt, basically, oh, I call it. They're in field goal range, and he just throws up a punt to uh, to Carl Joseph. Vinny, you got something to say? Nope. No. no. <laughs> no. Hey, Vinny and I, were we were going nuts. At that point. Like, I lost my voice. Oh, so did I. I lost my voice. So did I, because I'm like, they're going to go down, they're going to milk this clock, and they're going to score a touchdown and win. Hey, I got home. My wife looked at me. She goes, how drunk are you? I'm like, why? She goes, your voice is all raspy. I'm like, I was screaming at the TV, honey. Party girl voice. Like, come on. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. so yeah. So, Mahomes getting hurt was the huge one. Henny just, I mean, he didn't even look great. He he looked okay, and he made some plays, obviously, we know. But, um, and also, Harrison Bucker, missing those two field, the extra point. I know. Gave us a little bit of life after they just drove the ball down the field and scored on us, and kind of ripped our hearts out a little bit but then also baker throwing the interception to start the second half and i was at a point i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna shy away from it i was at a point where baker threw that interception i think they were maybe on the 30 yard line or 35 yard line and we're down 19 to 3 at that point i threw the remote to my wife i said if they score a touchdown you can watch your shows i'll watch the rest of the game on my phone and I was just going to keep an eye on it, and if it got close again, maybe I'd tune back in. But so I you, was, you would steal the remote back for your wife, no, right? But right. If they I'm came sorry. within like, if they would, came would, within would, like two scores, but because they threw that pick, they're on like the thirty yard line. I'm like, okay, if they get a field goal, I'm still engaged. If they get a touchdown and we fall down twenty six to three against Mahomes. A one in a hundred chance you probably have of coming back from that deficit. So it worked out for the Browns. They missed the field goal. We're still only down that same deficit. We don't get penalized by turning it over at all. And we just kept chugging along. And But I just kept waiting for this offense to hit their stride. And I feel like they never really did. No, they they would get hiccups. Right. Like, you know, you're trying to throw, like, the one that, that blares out to me was they tried to throw that screen pass to Chubb. And Chubb, Chubb dropped a couple. Chubb dropped a couple, which mm-hmm. is, you know, everybody said that it, that's on him, and he even knows that dropping those were 
but he was looking downfield. It wasn't like it was a blatant drop. Like it was a right. drop. Don't get me wrong, but he, he was looking to go as soon as he caught that ball, and that's that's his own fault. He should have secured that one, and he right. knows it. He actually came out and said it that that was his fault. But also, you got to factor in the uh, the you know the fact that your star wide receiver only had twenty three yards. 20. 20. Seven 20, catches. Seven catches, 20, 20 yards. yards. Donovan Peoples-Jones, your third string receiver, or your third receiver overall, one catch, 23 yards. So, you so, know, you factor in those things. Yeah. You know, things got to change. And, you know, the other thing that I wanted to bring up is Wills got hurt. And you had to bring in Lamb, who got hurt right got after hurt that. Again. And you had to bring in the guy that hasn't met Baker Last week. We know his name now, though. No, but Hans. Blake, Blake Hans. Blake We know him. Shook his hand, begging for the first time last week. He's before. a guard, but he was playing tackle. He ended up playing tackle for us, and he held his own. So, Bud, welcome to Cleveland. Thank you so much for stepping in because, you. you know, not many people can do that. And, you know, give credit to Treader and Batonio and all those guys on the line because still, another game, Baker didn't get touched again. It wasn't a glaring need. No. I mean, um, it was – Wills went down. We already lost Hubbard, who would be our second uh, tackle. Yes. And then Lamb, who would be our third tackle. Yes. So we were on our fourth left tackle. And, I mean, you make do. Give credit to Hans. Give credit to Bill Callahan because uh, they held it together. We still had a chance in that game. Um, it was just – it was – it was a game of missed opportunities because you can go back and you can look and see many, many plays where we, hit, if you want to, we'll get in, let's get into the Higgins play. Because, let's do it. Uh, let's do it. I'm pissed off. at the end of the day, that was the difference in the game. It was. You score that touchdown, you're, you win by two points. And, you know, the thing is, is that is such a stupid, stupid rule. Like you and I were talking about it and like, my, hold on. My stepdad sent me a clip of Rich Eisen. Let me find it real quick and see if I can play it on here. Let me, let me, I got a clip of the Browns fans collectively during that play. Here, hold on. Ah! Yeah. Fumble out of bounds anywhere you want. No real estate. Go ahead and fumble it out of bounds anywhere you want, offense, because you get the ball back. You get the ball back. If it's at the end of a half, the end of uh, a game. You cannot get it out, get it from where it rolls out of bounds. You have to get it from where you fumbled it. Uh, not if it gets knocked out in the field of play and happens to roll the wrong way and then out of bounds, out of bounds. Then the defense that is on its heels, the defense that has no standing in this drive because the other team is right on the precipice of scoring, guess what? You get a football. You get a football. You get a possession. You get the offense. Come on back out. Come on back out. Offense that just drove the field. I'm so sorry. Because if the ball had rolled out a few inches uh, towards you, you still have the ball. Stupid ass rule. Worst (laughs) rule in football. There's nothing that comes anywhere close. S-A-R. and that's that's part of the Rich Eisen show. That he, could he, be copyright, so we might have to cut that. I don't know. Okay. They might not care about our tiny little podcast, but well, I mean, I just hey, I said it was from Rich Eisen. It's what he said. Yep. You know, it's just a little clip. They they, they call it people in the business call, call it, it the Rich, Rich Eisen rule. He actually said throughout that clip, and I quote, that the head of the NFL referees called him in between games and said, "There's your rule." There it is. <laughs> it's out there, so they know yeah. that this thing is hot garbage. Who's the uh, Who's the uh, referee that's back in like New York that calls in to CBS? Is it Dean Blandino? I think so. I'm not or sure. Gene Steratore or yeah, somebody. somebody like that. They were the ones that was like, uh, yeah, this rule is BS. And then that also went into the targeting rule. Yeah, but it, where the guy speared Higgins right in the ear hole. And what did I say to you? I said the guy at Clemson got ejected from the whole game for a hit that was less violent than that. Oh, yeah. He he didn't even try to wrap him up. He just put his shoulder and his head down. And I didn't even think about it when it happened. But Neither the, did I. The replay I'm... was, I mean, it was deafening. You could you could tell that, yeah, he, he didn't even try to wrap him like you said. He just went in like a torpedo, and I thought that's what they're trying to get rid of. Maybe not against Cleveland Browns players. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's still... That should have never happened. That I mean, that's. Ugh. Do Do you blame Higgins 
for that? No, because he's trying to make a play, Bri. Any quarterback that does that, it's okay. You reach like that for a first down also. Right. So there's not, it's not like you don't make those plays. I mean, he's trying to make a play for his team to get them fired up and get them going. And it is a fluke because mm-hmm. guess what? One more inch, that was a touchdown. Because it was less than an inch and it rolled out of the end zone, if it would have ran out right there by the pylon, before the pylon, we would have been right. first and goal. Right. All right. Because it rolled out in the end zone, because the defense that didn't stop the play or follow the ball gets it back, they got to change that rule. They have to. And especially mm-hmm. now that it's happened in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you got to change that rule. They might look into it now that it's happened in a big situation. Because, like, like that. I brought it up to you, at least give them, you know, first down with a 25 or something. Like, at least get the offense, the ball right. back to where they can at least score a point because it wasn't. Technically, their fault that, you know, yes, they fumbled, right. but it wasn't their fault it went out of bounds in the end zone instead of the two-yard line. We agree, and maybe, you know, who know who knows how this offseason will go. Maybe we'll have a longer discussion on this, but we thought, yeah, the offense probably should be penalized for reaching into the end zone and not getting there and it going out of bounds. But you can't penalize them by just turning the ball over. You can't reward the defense who didn't make a play, the offense just happened to drop the ball, you didn't recover it or anything, and you were going to reward the defense as opposed to the offense, even though neither team recovered it? Yeah. No. So you penalize the offense, you take them back to, what would we say, 15, 20-yard line? Yeah. Something like that. And if not, even like the 25, I'd be all right. The 30-yard line, Wherever. I'd be all right. Yeah, penalize them as much as you want. You can't just give hand in a in a giant cake with delicious toppings on top and say now, here you go here's the ball now the only stipulation i got with that now if the defense was trying to recover and it squirted out the end zone that's that i'm okay with right okay but there was no defensive player around that the closest person was Najoku trying to save it yeah and there was nobody else around it wasn't like it was bubbling around in the end zone forever it just barely leaked in and then rolled out of bounds yeah. now if they were trying to dive on it that's fine but that's also kind of like the rule where the snap goes over the quarterback's head, you kick it out of the end zone, it's a safety instead of seven points. Right, right. So, I mean... They need to they need to clean up their rules for fumble because there's a batting rule that, like, Calvin Johnson got screwed with a couple years ago. And this is now the second time in a month that the Browns have been screwed by a fumble rule oh, yeah. against the Jets. Oh. You can't fumble the ball forward. You cannot fumble the ball forward. But yeah, this but game, you fumble it forward. We fumble it forward. It goes out of the bounds. Well, you're shit out of luck. You know, <laughs> deal with it because we're going to reward this team that, you know, lucked into you fumbling it. So clean it up, NFL. This is a multi billion dollar industry. So, you need some. You have the tuck rule with Tom Brady. Okay. Yeah, right. You have right. All nobody these knows rules. what a fumble is anymore. Hold on. Now you have the catch rule of what a catch is. Yeah. Okay. Let's make this clear. Okay. Because there was a couple even catches yesterday that should not have been catches. That was another. <laughs> that was another Sunday. place where we kind of got screwed because Tyreek Hill was it? I think hit the, hit the ground. We didn't challenge it. We weren't quick enough to challenge it. No, because they came right up with the line. And and right. And if you're watching it at home, you're screaming at the TV, challenge, challenge, throw the red flag. They didn't do it in time. And then the next time there was a close call, Stefanski knew he had to hurry, and he just threw the flag, and it was really a catch. Yeah. And so we got screwed almost twice because we couldn't challenge the one that was not a catch. But we did challenge the one and lost the timeout for the one that was a catch. Yeah. So, so Vinny, you were with me at our wonderful Mr. B's when we were watching the game. And we were having a blast at that place. I took a picture of the chicken quesadilla and deep fried pickles that we had. Put it out on Twitter and on Facebook. So, check those out because we're going to be there next week live at 6 o'clock. And we're going to have the chicken quesadilla spread. We're going to have the Mr. Uh, B Burger and we're going to have some chicken wings out so y'all can see it and enjoy it. So, Big Bud, what do you think about that game? I mean, it was just heartbreaking. You know, you and I were together just shaking our head. Yeah. Yeah, we really were. Um, you know, that that biggest part was that was that one play going in for uh the touchdown and uh you know, it almost really looked like he kind of superman that. I don't want to keep beating a dead horse on it, you know. I know you guys went over that uh quite a bit, but you know, I just killer. I, I I don't see how that 
could just have been ruled a, a touchback and and that's it. And then yeah. giving the ball over. Yeah, because I like I'm sitting here screaming at you, and you're like, "What are you screaming at me for?" I'm like, "I gotta right. scream at somebody." <laughs> <laughs> you think about it. It was. I mean, so let's say worst case scenario, he just tucks the ball, covers it, and falls down at the one or the two. Not only do we probably, most likely with our run game, run it four times and score a touchdown, but we drain more clock. Yeah. And maybe they don't get that field goal. Even if they do get that field goal at the end of the first half, we're still we're we're down nineteen ten and we get the ball in the yeah, second. Yeah, it's a half. whole different now um are you upset with the uh you guys up with the uh Stefanski kicking it there on that fourth and nine with like four minutes left in the game? I heard a lot of people said they're upset with it. I'm not because no. at that point in time, it's Chad Henney. Even though Chad Henney did beat us, it's not like it was. If it was Patrick Mahomes, I would tell, I would tell him go for it. It would fourteen and fifteen. Let's run a draw play. I don't right, give a shit. Right, we're going for it. And that's probably the difference. If you're going against Pat Mahomes, you probably go against it because you you go for the fourth down because we've had success uh, going for fourth downs leading up to that point. Yeah, and you don't want to give Pat Mahomes the ball. No, because they'll just drain it. But Chad Henney. Yeah, I, I don't kill that call. I Well, I got to ask, why would you try to run that screen pass with Kareem there right at the end? That's kind of what did like, him in. If it was a fourth and six, fourth and five, something like that, you probably go for it. But a fourth yeah. and nine, yeah, you just hope that you get the ball back. And, I mean, honestly, let's give credit to Kansas City because they had the stones on fourth and one. I know we don't want to talk uh. about the third down play, but that fourth and one, they had the stones to not only snap it, but, but to, to throw. throw it and and complete that. Oh. And so that was the dagger. That was it. And, you know, honestly, this is going to sound weird, but had we just got our butts kicked, had the first half copy and paste it to the second half, and we can't stop Mahomes, and we our offense can't do anything, and we end up with 15 points and we get beat 35 to 15 or something, I would maybe feel almost a little better because – it's like okay, they're you tip the hat to them. They're the better team, but this was our window. This was the opportunity. How often is are you going to have to face the Kansas City Chiefs in the next ten years without Pat Mahomes in the playoffs? It's not going to be very often, I don't think. Princess came up to give her two cents. That's all right, girl. Yeah, and and we could, you know, looking forward. I mean, in this hypothetical world. If we got past Kansas City, I think we could could have taken Buffalo. Oh yeah, I'm not scared of Buffalo. No, 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 no. I'm and not Buffalo, by the way, you owed us the giant gift basket of apples, oranges, cheese wheels, uh, nut bars, everything you have. Buffalo wings, we'll take those. Yeah, you're welcome. Because I don't, to be honest, I don't think Pat Mahomes is playing this week. Nope. Uh, so. Well, right now they're saying that. Uh, He's testing well, and there is they right. Yeah, so they we'll might, but we'll usually, see. if you get a concussion, you're out a couple weeks. Well, then you'll see. But you 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 never know. All right, so let's just end this season with a thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Cleveland yep. Browns. We were not expecting you. I, I was expecting you to do this. You beat Bry's expectations this year. Oh, so great. All right, but. Thank you for a great year, a great time, and for us to cheer you guys on this year. Now, granted, we couldn't do it in person, but hopefully next year we can, and I hope it's going to be great. Can I, can I nitpick for one more second? One more and, second. And then I'm probably done. I think they gave up on the run game a little too early because uh, because we we aren't having great success with the run game, but both Chubb and Hunt averaged five yards a carry. Yeah. And... If you just stuck with, I think there, I think the Browns honestly were intimidated a little bit. They they got down seven or six nothing. Yes, and then we came, we we weren't able to score, and then all of a sudden we're would down you, thirteen. Would you have deferred that to Pat Mahomes? Because I would've. yeah, probably I, I would have. I would have. I don't want. Just imagine, um, at the end of the first half, they get that field goal, and then they get the ball back at the start of the second half. Yeah, but so, you don't know that if you because the way we've been with first drives we've scored on a crap ton of our first drives and we if should've. we and if we would have went down and scored seven nothing right out of that game and right. put it on kansas city it might have been a totally different game. but also but also think back to last year and i mean again give kudos to kansas city for for changing it up andy reed their whole coaching staff think back to last year after they had the first round bye against houston 
they fell down 24 nothing, And so they couldn't do anything early. They're rusty. So you give them the ball. You hope you're able to stop them. And then you, you gain a little momentum there. And your offense can go down and use that. But we just we never got the momentum yep. until maybe late in the in the fourth. I thought with that Carl Joseph interception, I thought we had that momentum, and we just the offense the offense let us down. I, I mean, I, I and for Kareem Hunt not to get any touches in the first half, yeah, when you know he's as motivated as anybody on the field. Oh yeah, there. oh yeah, I, I hear you. That I, was, that I was totally hard to agree. swallow. I, and you're talking to a guy. Toledo graduate, love my Rockets. I was not the biggest Kareem Hunt fan. I didn't know. I didn't think he had the maturity to be an NFL player, to be a professional. But he's won me over over the last year. Oh yes, year. he has. And I just, just the drive of him, the fight of him. I, I think, he, I think what he needed was stability. I think that's what it was. Yep. And, and I'm so happy to have him moving forward, Nick Chubb and him. I think, uh, I think the skies are the limit for that. Those guys and. He's a Cleveland guy, so, so yep, he won me over. Let's get into it before we get landed on here. Let's get into the uh, – everybody, what's your Browns MVP? I'm going to start with Bri first. Who's your Browns MVP for the 2021 season? For me, it, it's not even a question. It's Kevin Stefanski. Okay. He's – and I'm sorry for taking the easy one first, but um, he has changed this culture. Yes. He has been the biggest change from last year – from Freddie Kitchens to Kevin Stefanski, we doubled our wins basically. Yes, yes because of him. He even if Baker doesn't work out, I'll be okay with it because we have our coach Cleveland. Yep, he's our guy yep. uh, for next ten years. My cousin Vinny, who's your Browns MVP this year? Uh, you know what? I I say Baker. All right. You know, um, few hiccups here or there. You know, like any any good quarterback still would. Um, you know. He's the guy that's on the field. I love Stefanski and everything like that, and I completely agree with you, Big Bry. But, uh, you know, he's the one with all the pressure on him, being the quarterback and making those plays happen. He's a lot of lot of passes, a lot of, uh, you know, handoffs and stuff like that. I mean, could have gone a lot worse, and, uh, you know, they really made it move. So I'm going to go with a trifecta. Mm-hmm. All right. I can't just pick one with this one. Okay, first one, Stefanski. Yep. All right, hands down, started the stabilization of this team and this organization. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, number two, Baker Mayfield <laughs> taking this offense and making it his. Mm-hmm. It's not anybody else's anymore. This is his offense. Mm-hmm. He is so excited to come back to this offense again next year. And we are so and, excited hey, to have him back. Guess what? Next year, guess what we're not talking about draft? Quarterback. Guess what else we're not talking about? Head coach. Guess what else we're not talking about? Running backs. It's going to seem foreign. It, it, like, what are we supposed to do? And last but not least, Miles Garrett. Those three guys, one took the team, one took the offense, one took the defense, to watch Miles Garrett, to watch Baker Mayfield, joy of jumping up and down and having a blast. Betty loves it. Betty loves it. She's all fired up. She says, give me that top three, Dad. Give it to me. <laughs> I don't even know where she's at. Is she downstairs or up here with us still? She's on the stairs. Oh, she's on the steps barking at me? Oh, perfect. Bold. Uh, well, so let me pause this real quick. Well, let, let me... me uh, I'm sorry. Go one, to- one more time. The Kansas City fans saying, you couldn't even beat us when our best player was out. <laughs> Give <laughs> we'll, me a break. We'll see you next year. <laughs> hey, was Cleveland's best player out? Yep. He sure was. Yep. They kept showing Garrett on the sidelines time and time and time again. So he wasn't right. We're going to see them again next year. I love it that we got this experience against Kansas City. We also play them next year in the regular season. So we're yeah. going to be more prepared for them next year in the playoffs. We got to test the play, taste the playoffs and we're ready to roll. Yep. All right. Let's pause it for Landon. All right. And now we got on the horn with us here on the Fat Boy Hotline. We have Landon. And Landon is in charge of a hype video that got over, what is it now, like 80K views? I think it was 45K, it may be there. Oh, wow. Shoot. So he put out this hype video, and this thing is amazing. I can't, Landon, where can everybody find us at? Because I know I shared it and tweeted it out on my end, and so did your dad. But where can they find this video at? Because if you haven't seen it yet, check it out, because it makes you want to run through a wall. 
Um, they can find it at my Twitter, which is um, at Cadell Landon, or they can find it on the Browns table or um, Ginger's Talk Football podcast. I think he retweeted on there, but yes. it's pretty much any of my dad's accounts. So as a younger buck, what did this season mean to you for the Browns? Because you've really only known losing, period. Like, there's no winning. Like, (laughs) as old as you are, you just came straight into losing. And just from there, just... So, what was this year like for you? It was was pretty fun. I mean, I didn't expect much coming into it. I mean, I knew we were going to have a good team, but the preseason, like, no preseason and everything kind of threw me off. Like, it kind of switched up my predictions. I mean, knowing that even with Odell last year, we went 6-10, and but I was pretty confident that we were going to do a little bit better this season because we have a new coaching staff and it was, it went really well. And I was really excited. Like I didn't even care about the Chiefs game. It was a good game. So, so we did a, uh, we did our MVPs for this year and Vinny picked Baker Mayfield. Bry picks Kevin Stefanski. And I went with a trifecta of Stefanski, Baker and Garrett because they all owned their sides for once. So, if you had to pick an MVP for this year for the Cleveland Browns, who would it be? I'm going to take a long shot here. Don't get me wrong. I like everyone, but I'm going to say Richard Higgins. Oh, you're going to go, really? I thought you were going Cody Parkey there. I oh, love, I love Richard excited. Higgins. <laughs> All right, so we have a Hollywood fan. What are you doing to my computer over there? I'm not doing nothing. All right, well, stop messing with it. I don't see it. <laughs> it keeps going blank. <laughs> we're having technical issues over here on Vinny's uh, side. Um, so... We also wanted to bring up that. Well, let me say that's not a bad pick. I, I, I didn't, I didn't considering the way he stepped up when OBJ went down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, nobody wanted this guy in the off season. Nobody signed him. He had to. I mean, I don't want to make it sound too bleak, but he almost had to come crawling back to Cleveland, and we mm-hmm. gave him a one year deal. So from coming, hold on. What's really funny coming from a team last year that didn't even win a plane. Yeah, and he was. He was one of my guys that I starred that had a phenomenal game. There weren't many that have a great game against the Chiefs. He was one of them. I think he had like 88 yards or something. He was our top receiver. Unreal. Good call. Good job, bud. I think he's the only, well, is it the only Browns player that has ever received a second contract like for a wide receiver spot? Wow. That's yeah. deep. Yeah. I, I mean, we've had tight ends that got second one, but I don't know about that's a good call. Yeah, because sure. I now we have to Google that. Did yep. you Google that? <laughs> no, I think my dad told me. Oh, of course. Don't give him any. Don't credit. Give, don't give him any credit. But <laughs> here, say so yeah, I do that. Please, <laughs> I'm a huge Browns fan. Um, you went to the uh, Browns rally over the uh, weekend mm-hmm. on Saturday, and you know you, I see pictures of you guys. How fun was it to be around all those Browns fans? Because it looked like there had to be tens of thousands of people downtown. Uh, it was it was so fun. It was um the same feeling when you like went outside like after the Cavs game or something or like went to Dick's Sporting Goods like late at night, just horns honking and people yelling saying "Go Browns" and stuff. And it was completely surreal because like I've never been around like a lot of sports fans before. Like I've been to a couple Indians watch parties for like the World Series and Cavs games, but the Browns the Browns experience is just so unreal. Especially seeing all those fans that have actually lived through the drought and the heartbreak and to see how happy they were, and it was it was amazing. Please, kid, you've been through more heartbreak. At least we had some <laughs> kind of winning team back when we watched the Browns. You had nothing. You had, hey, you had Brian Hoyer and Johnny Manziel. Uh, don't that. you dog Brian Hoyer oh, I'm now. Dog Come Brian on, Hoyer. don't you put him in the Johnny Manziel category. <laughs> I was trying to think of the last time the Browns had a celebration like that. Was it the 0-16 parade? Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, completely flipped the table. <laughs> So hold on, hey, were you even old enough for Trent Richardson? Uh, maybe. Take, take that Who's as a that no. guy. <laughs> take that as a no. <laughs> All right, no, yeah. it just it was just it's fine, it's fine. So are you going to come out with some more hype videos? Because I'll tell you what, uh, the stuff that you had was unreal with that one. And you said you're going to try to work on another one for uh, Kansas City, but are you going to do like a? Uh, end of the year hype video and a preview next year yeah i was going to do an end of the year one and then going into the off season i was going to do multiple players to build up the hype like grant delta and obj people that got hurt late early in the year and or like greedy williams and i was going to do some other players like i know it's like i'm a browns fan 
but I, I love Justin Jefferson. Like I'm a huge Justin Jefferson fan. So I, I'd probably do one for Justin Jefferson, just all types of different ones. Um, but yeah, I'll probably do one for individual players, you so, know, in the off season. So is Justin Jefferson your favorite player overall? Uh, no, if I had to, like, if the Browns were never existent, I'd probably, Justin Jefferson would be my favorite player. Okay. So who's your favorite Browns player? Uh, probably Higgins. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like Higgins a lot. Will you get his jersey? No, I need to get one. I need to save up for one. Okay. All right. Maybe next year we'll, I, hey, he's as valuable to the Cleveland Browns as he is to any other franchise. Do you think they re-sign him this year? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you, I mean, risking like any other stuff because COVID could still be an issue. But he really stepped up when OBJ got hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think they're gonna him. So let's get into Fat Boy Tuesday. You ready for Fat Boy Tuesday? All right. Sure so, thing. So the reason why we call it Fat Boy Tuesday is all of us here love food. All right, and we talk food all the time. We talk it like we talk to Browns. All right. So we wanted yeah. your perspective. Your a, what a two decades younger than us mm-hmm. all right and we want your perspective on foods that kids your age like because we have a kid at work and we love him but he just eats chicken nuggets <laughs> <laughs> okay but oh geez oh yeah but we want to know what kind of foods you like like if you're going to go out and grab some food wait what are you grabbing like are you going to a certain restaurant are you going to b-dubs or do they still call it b-dubs yeah okay so no, you go to Hooli House. I had to ask. Well, and it's been a while since I've been out. I'm married kids. And th- there's a moratorium on the words avocado and toast for this segment. Yeah, no avocado toast. We <laughs> told you that on Friday. You can't say avocado toast. Uh, I've only had a couple times. I love raising canes so much. If you guys have ever been there, oh yeah, yeah. sauce. Yeah, man. I love canes. They just so deal. much. They just put a new one here at North Homestead. Oh my lord! Oh really? Yeah. And hey, I went there at like ten thirty. I'm like, they're not open yet. And I pulled through the drive thru. I'm like, yeah, give me the uh, tailgate package, uh, the fifty tenders <laughs> with two trays of fries. How many cane sauce do you want? All of them. All of them. Yeah, I don't know about you. I love their bread. Yeah, I never sure. even had their bread. They so, have bread there. So I've done it. I've done this before, and don't judge me. I'll go through the line. I'll get like two. Uh, raisin cane sauces, and I'll get their bread, and then that's it. I don't get any chicken. I'll go to Wendy's or something and get chicken nuggets and just dunk it in the sauce. And... I thought you were going to tell me you're going to go around a second time. <laughs> he said, <laughs> what, "What do you want, honey?" I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's all I want." I'm on. I've a diet. done it. I'm on a diet. <laughs> hey, he's done it before too because they look at him weird at Arby's. But he goes, "Yeah, can I get the five for ten roast beef sandwich, <laughs> honey? What do you want?" And there's nobody in the passenger seat. I put on. Oh, a you mustache. want a diet coke? Oh, okay. Diet know. Coke. And the... I speak. I speak with a Spanish accent. They'll never know. <laughs> so, all right. So you have you have raisin canes. Like, what? What's your best burger? What do you like? Uh, Whopper from Burger King. Oh, the two for five Whopper. Uh, just the regular one with no tomato. So you don't even get the two for five. No, I just get the sandwich because sometimes oh, I'm not boy. like. Oh, Vinny. Teach him, Vin. Vinny, Vin, you got to go no. with the value. You got to go with no. the two for five value. Two, two for five. Two for five. Hey, even if you don't eat it that day, it's great for breakfast the next morning. Not really. But... Done it. Oh, been... yeah, it is. <laughs> never been there for, for breakfast. McDonald's just went up uh, with the Big Macs, two for six. Or, yeah, Big Macs. They oh. went back up. Yep. Nope, sorry. So you told us I'm you out. do like Big Macs, which you know <laughs> made me happy because growing up, Big Macs were the thing. Um, is there any other food now? Is there food that you don't like at all? Because um, you brought up I don't like olives. I was going to say you brought yeah. up asparagus on the cheap ham party, and I I about fell out of my chair. Oh, because I'm sitting yeah, on my <laughs> It's, it's weird when it comes out. I like Brussels sprouts, too. I don't know if that'll make you fall out of your chair. Are you even, like, a true kid? Like, what are you doing with Brussels sprouts and asparagus? You gotta get the good stuff, and if it's gonna be something like that, you gotta smother it like, barbecue sauce or something. I I, I do it with barbecue sauce sometimes. I, I put bacon with my Brussels sprouts. Now, Ooh, now we're gonna have a I debate here later on. For you, is it pop or soda? 
Pop. Okay. What's your favorite pop? You look like a Mountain Dew kid. I like cherry Pepsi. Oh, wild cherry there Pepsi. There you go. Look at this kid. That. Have you that tried? Is it is it Dr. Pepper that came out with the wild cherry Dr. Pepper? Uh, I think sounds they, right. They did? Yes. If you mm-hmm. have a chance to get that, you'll like it. I should get that next time See? I go to the store. See? You, you know. got to hang out with the fat guys. We know food. Little sweet sang about yeah. it, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love little sweet. <laughs> so when can we expect these uh, hype videos from you? And if we do get them, can we play them? Oh, yeah. You can totally play them. Um, I mean, you don't have to give credit. I mean, any, like. Oh, no. We're, credit, no, no, no. You can. We're giving you credit. Yeah, plug your Twitter. Where can we find them? Um, you can find him at um, Cadell Landon. I can um, uh, two D's, two L's, and then just Landon with an O because people usually get that mixed up. But um, yeah, you can find him there. But I will always let you guys know when I'm coming out with him. And um, yeah, I'll DM you. Perfect. With him. Let us know. We'll share him out yeah. for everybody to see because, like I said, that one just as soon as I saw it when your dad messaged me, I'm like, get out of here! I would run through the wall right now. I started running laps around the living room. I'll tell like, you what. I, I said it to Brian. I'm like, Brian, you got to check this out. Brian's just going nuts. I'm like, I know, right? Look at this. F- Fanny, so, real quick, okay? I yeah. just want you to know, DM stands for direct message. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, your eyes kind of lit up a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it stood for dark meat. <laughs> uh, see? See, I told you you would have fun with this. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm, I've been excited for this podcast. I, I've been waiting so much for I can wait. <laughs> so, you're still in, what, high school? Yeah. I'm not going to ask you what high school, because we're not going to bring that up. And I, I okay. just, I do want to give you kudos for, you know, being your age and coming out with this stuff. Like, when I was your <laughs> age, I had no idea how to do anything of this. Like, I still don't, and I'm where I'm at now, like... Your dad's got to, like, walk me through stuff like a baby steps. So for you to cut all this stuff and make this, and if you ever need help with music, we can kick it old school. We can give you some good music, old school style. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always looking for music. I'm always looking for music. Oh, yeah, you can so definitely actually, hit Because Bry's a little country boy over yeah, here. Yeah, a little George Strait, I got you. Yeah, let's see. Joe Diffie. Whatever you want. Joe Diffie. We're not doing Joe Diffie. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> we know a great guy with a banjo, too. Yeah. We we can hook you up with our boy that did our intro music, and he give you some original stuff. That cool? Yeah, I, I like I loved my dad's intro for the Browns table. He showed me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. these are good. That's top notch." Which was oh with oh yeah that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that one. And and if you <laughs> if you started looking at colleges, let me just suggest. Oh, University no. of Michigan has a great don't you do it don't. videography program. Don't do it. I'll Just, I'll be uh, with this chair. I'm putting you out there. I I've already I've already decided like what colleges I want to go to, and Michigan isn't one of them. I promise. <laughs> oh, so what colleges did you decide? Don't say Toledo. Either. So it's like um, I want to go to college for engineering. I want to major in engineering, and I want to minor in communications. So I'm looking at Wake Forest, Maryland, Akron, Ohio State, and um, Oklahoma. I I actually wanted to go to kent state they don't have a men's soccer team though so that kind of was a deal breaker okay that's so awesome bud. Thinking about it a bit hopefully hopefully if you look on the camera right here over my hold on which shoulder is it this shoulder you get a little uh oh over here you go to ohio state and have some fun down there but if not you want to get away from the parents you gotta expand bud you gotta go check out your stuff <laughs> i like that uh mountaineers banner i've been to morgantown it's so nice my wife is from West Virginia, and she is a mountaineer through and through, and she even converted the kids, because I got the boys one day, I started joking around with them, and I was trying to get them pumped up for the Buckeye game, I gave them the OH, and they're like, go Mountaineers! I'm like, what? It's because they're amazing blue. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on here? And then next thing they I know, like that. they come out, and I'm watching the Ohio State game, and they're like, is this the Mountaineers game? I'm like, you've been hanging out with your grandfather and your mom way too much. Get in this house. Where's Pac-Man? <laughs> like, uh, unreal. <laughs> off the rails, sorry. Yeah, I know. You went off the rails on that one. So, before we get you off here, okay, we're going to do, and we do this with all of our guests, we're going to do a top three at the end of the show. 
And it's going to be the top three Browns plays of 2020. So if you could think of your three, top three, of plays throughout the year that you think changed the Cleveland Browns, let me know. Ready? We're going to go number three. All right. So number three, I think, is the Baker sliding into the end zone against the Ravens. Definitely set the um, it, it definitely set the um, uh, intensity for the game. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Number two. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones game winner against the uh, Bengals. Oh, there it is. There you go. There's DPJ. I told you you would say it. He's a smart kid. I know. And your number one, bud. Uh, I'm going to go with the, um, in the Titans game where Baker scrambled out of the pocket and he threw it and Rashard Higgins toe tapped in the very corner of the end zone. I know exactly. You remember that? Yes, I do. That was a great catch. Oh my gosh. Loved it. I I love that catch so much. So Landon, thank you so much for coming on with us, bud. We greatly appreciate it. We really do. And I probably, are you at your dad's house now? I appreciate you letting me on. Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. Well, I got to be on with him later. So that's why I got to wrap things up. Even though, I, even though I love being on the Browns table, mm-hmm. you know, I truly do. He's like, hey, yeah, I need you. I'm like, everybody needs a little fat guy. I understand. So, yeah. But, yes, when you get those hype videos out, hit us up, all right? And we will send them out. Mm-hmm. And also, let everybody know, next, uh, next Tuesday, we're going to go live at one of our bars that we're going to go out to. So let everybody know to catch us on. I think it's probably going to be just on Facebook Live. But I will send out the link right. to you and everything. But. Thank you so much for coming on with us. I had a blast, bud. And yeah. keep eating Big Macs and the two for five Whoppers. You got to get the two for five. Yes. Should I send you a picture next time I do? Yes. You'll make Vinny very happy. <laughs> All right. That's where I'm going for dinner tonight when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> because he gets upset because he spent, what did he, what'd you spend, five bucks on two cheeseburgers from uh, McDonald's and you wanted to flip a table? Because oh, he goes, I could have got you a two for what? five Whopper. <laughs> No, it was Wendy's. I ended up oh, paying yeah. like the eight bucks for that uh, amazing burger that I had that wasn't as filling as I wanted Still it. Still sticks in his crawl. Still sticks in his crawl. <laughs> all right, but we're going to kick you off here. Thank you so much for coming on with us. All right. All right. Thank you for having me on. You uh, man, Landon. Of course, Have a good one. Everybody, everything. everybody check him out. All right. Thanks, Landon. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 So that was Landon. Uh, Dude, that hype video! I can't, I can't say yeah. it enough. That hype video was the best. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm going to say, for being 15 years old and doing that is unreal. Freshman in high school, pretty talented. Mm-hmm. Like it, and it just like I wanted to flip over tables. I wanted to throw kids. I didn't care. Like I was fired up. I uh, thought a national guy did it. I, that's what honest. I thought too, because he's like, "Yeah, my son did it." I'm like, "What? I thought you did it." He goes, "No, my son did it." I'm like, "I gotta get him on here." Mm-hmm. So, Landon, thank you so much for coming on with us. We had a blast, bud. Yep. All right, so we are going to get into our trivia. We are here at the end of the show. So, Bri, give me that trivia question again. We haven't done the top three. Top three is next. No, I wasn't even talking about the top three. What were you talking about? I wanted to run down, too. I wanted to let you know. I mean, I have a 15-year-old that lives in my house, too. Oh, yeah. And, you know, about the the three things that she pretty much eats, ramen, uh nachos she makes her own nachos oh, yeah oh. and uh like cinnamon toast crunch oh those are like the three things that <laughs> those are like her go-tos oh. uh, other than that it's like uber eats or something like that she's getting oh she pays the extra uh, for uber eats we got wow. her own oh, credit card another story wow. Yo, got her you... own credit oh, not wow. not credit card but you know debit card Durr. she takes care of all that on her own uh huh. <laughs> She's paying extra delivery fee. Listen, I ain't worried about that. It's not coming out of my account. All right, it will be soon. <laughs> soon, <laughs> about what six more months? It will be. <laughs> Have fun with that. I can't wait to see how gray you get. <laughs> Five months in like one week. Oh, good lord! Like my my kids' favorite thing is pasta. I swear they're Italian. Oh, I love it. They just want spaghetti all the time. They're like, Dad, what do you want? What do you want for dinner? Spaghetti. No, we just had spaghetti yesterday. What do we want for dinner tonight? Pizza. I'm not doing pizza again. Like, you guys are trying to kill me here. Like, and the, the best thing is, I took Alexander shopping at uh, uh, Walmart over the weekend. And we're driving through. I'm like, bud, what do we need at the house? He goes, we need sauce. I'm like, all right. And then I walk down to the sauce aisle. He goes, I'm like, this sauce? He goes, big jug, dad. 
Don't mess around. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So there, we're going through. He goes, garlic bread, too. I'm like, and I picked up, like, the sticks. He goes, no, 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 big loaf. I'm like, what are you doing, son? Like, I'm, I'm looking at him going, what the heck are you doing? Oh. Wrapped around your finger. And I'm like, well, of course I got to get it because I'll eat it too. But all right. <laughs> and then the best one was, was the meatballs. So you know how they have like the little packages of meatballs? Mm-hmm. And normally I grab those because one little package makes a nice sauce and everything. Mm-hmm. He comes up and he goes, uh-uh, big bag. I'm like, what do you mean big bag? He goes, down there on the bottom are those meatballs. I'm like, yeah, but they're like 20 bucks, son. He goes, don't care. Get them. I'm like, fine, 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 fine. Hey, big boy, that's not going to last to the weekend. <laughs> Love it. All right, so let's close the show out, Brad. Give me that trivia. Come on. Your trivia brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping is at curbappeal419.com. Thank you, sir. So, Baker. Three seasons has forty five starts for your Cleveland Browns. I'm looking for the second and the third most court, most starts by a quarterback since two thousand two. Derek Anderson. Yes, sir. Thirty four nice. starts. And here we go. Here's the tough one. Good call on that one. Thank you. I love DA. Yep. You know something? I'm gonna go out of limb right now and I'm gonna say Deshaun Kaiser. Not with Deshaun. 16. Nope, not Deshaun Kaiser. He had, or yeah, Deshaun, 15. 15. So mm-hmm. it's not Deshaun. Kelly Holcomb? Nope. Nope. Charlie Fry? Nope. Let's see here. Brady Quinn? Nope. Okay, let's just keep going through quarterbacks. Uh, Brian Hoyer? Nope. Johnny Manziel? Nope. All right, so let's keep going through quarterbacks. What the heck? Who else? I'll give you, do you want a hint? Josh you McCown added nope. Johnny Manziel in that. I had to. Nope. Because the knife a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Hook him. Colt freaking McCoy. Colt McCoy. <laughs> oh my lord. Twenty-one starts. Brandon uh, Whedon right behind him with twenty. Oh good god. So that's as far as we've come, Cleveland Browns yep. fans. Right, we don't well, have to deal with that anymore. Well, we got our quarterback. All right. Well. We're getting here to our top three, and I got to play the jingle for the top three, right? And why does my computer keep messing up? I, no, well, I'm not worried That's about it. That's on your end. That's on my end. I'm not worried about it. So let's do our top three. Unmute and. All right, so we are doing our top three plays. Of 2020-21 season. Okay. Vinny, are you feeling confident? We'll see. Yes, sir. Or, or do you want Brian to go first? No, I'll go first. All right. Well, let's do it then. All right. My cousin Vinny, your top three. And number three. Oh, wrong one. Yeah. What was that? Wrong one. I'm like, Yay! wow, you're dogging me already. <laughs> number three. Jeez. Uh, Hooper's catch. In the KC game, uh, right here at the end, oh, uh, yeah. it was huge. fourth and yeah. two. Huge, that huge stretch that he made in order to catch that ball. Oh, I know. Holy, all crap. right, good call. So, hold on, number, number two. <laughs> number two was the first interception by Murray against the Steelers. I think that was huge. In in the playoff game? In the playoff game, yeah. Uh, MJ Stewart. MJ Stewart. Oh, was it Stewart? Yes. MJ Stewart. All right, my bad. No, no, no. You're fine, buddy. You're fine. That's why I I double checked. I thought it was close. No, I appreciate it. All right, so number one. My number number one. Now, again, correct me if I'm wrong. Taki Taki was the final interception of that Steelers game. There it was. Taki Taki. Nail in the coffin. Absolutely. All right. All right, Brian. You ready for your top three? Yep. Number Give three. It to me. And really, my number three probably should be my number one, but it wasn't really a great play. Don't get me wrong. It was a huge play, but it wasn't a great play by the Browns. It was more of a complete S show by the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. The, uh, the, the snap by Pouncey over Big Ben's head. And just completely opened that game up for us. So I love that. It. Really, that's the number one. But the Browns really didn't make a play in that. But uh, let me just throw a little dirt on Big Ben's grave a little more. There it is, number two. Number two. I gotta give some love to DPJ. 
game-winning catch Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That was, I mean, he was nothing up to that game. He didn't do anything at all. And you go back and look at that play. That was an amazing catch, an amazing throw. And for him to get two feet down, I don't think we'll see that kind of play to win a game very often. All right. And your number one. Number one, it all started back in week four, maybe, when I started to get that feeling that, uh, that this was a special season and the Browns can actually do work. And I know we had a huge lead, but the Dallas Cowboys were coming back on us. And it was like, man, are we going to blow this again and be the same old Browns? And OBJ made that play, that end around, what was it, 51 yards? Yep. And from there on out, it was like, okay, we can do this. We're not going to blow every single game that we have a giant lead in. So that's my number one. That That's what made me believe in this Cleveland Browns team. So my number three is a duo. All right. So I'm going to kind of piggyback off you a little bit mm-hmm. with the Steelers, but the Kareem Hunt run in that game where he bowled over three people to take him in the end zone, and then the screen pass to Chubb there at the end for the 50-yard screen pass for the touchdown, those two solidified that game right there to let Steelers know we're here and mm-hmm. we're in stay. Mm-hmm. All right. My number two. And I got to go with that sweep by Odell, too. That week four against the Cowboys to let everybody yep. know we were on national stage at that point in time. And everybody said that the Cowboys were just going to throttle us. Dak Prescott, and we went 500 out, yards passing. And we went out nuts on them. Mm-hmm. All right. And my number one. That touchdown pass to Peoples Jones Jr. in the end zone, along with the touchdown pass to Odell, or not Odell, Jarvis Landry. Baker only had a small window to throw those two passes in, and he BB'd that ball in there. Mm-hmm. So those two touchdown passes, for one to win us a game, he came back and won us a game. Yeah. And the other one to solidify that he could throw it wherever the hell he wants to. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving every minute of it because now I'm starting to get that Brett Favre vibe. Right. I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Right. And for the fans that think Baker's just going to be perfect from here on out, nah, you're I not. mean, you're you're delusional. You're not realistic. But he will make <laughs> you plays and from time to time where he's, he's one of the only quarterbacks in the league that can make some of these throws. Oh, I know. And so – we have that going forward. We talked earlier about the Baker after the bye week. Oh, yeah. It was and unreal. That bye week, I don't know what happened. I don't know what was said or what was done. Baker was a totally different person. And not like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Totally different person. I credit Stefanski and Van Pelt for sitting down with him on that bye week and going, hey, this is what's going on right now. This is what you're seeing. And then after that, it they didn't even simplify it. But it looked like he started doing his checkdowns more. He was taking what was in front of him instead of what was downfield. And then at that point in time when the defense would start to do that, that's when he would take what was downfield. You project those numbers from the second half of the season to an entire season, he's an MVP candidate. Oh, yeah. Uh, unreal. Like his pass rating, his completion rating was through the roof. His completion rating is something I'm sure we'll get into throughout the offseason, but it needs to come up. I think it was like yeah. 62 but for the gotta, whole season. Yeah, but you also but the got, second half. Yeah, right. the second half. It, like there was games where he was 19 to 20, and it was like, what is going on? And he was just darting everybody. Right, and, and he did that with only two weeks off for the bye week. Imagine, what, seven months off, eight months off until right. next year. It's going to be the most hyped offseason in Cleveland Browns history. So, we are at that point in time of the show, Big Brian. Yep. All right. Uh, we are Illegal Ham to the Face. You can find us at Illegal Ham to the Face on Twitter at Ham Illegal. You can find us on Facebook at Illegal Ham to the Face. You can find us at Gmail. Hit us up on Gmail, please, because your guys' feedback, we love every bit of it because we talk anything and everything. So if you got something to bring to the table, like Ronnie did last week with the pepperoni bread, yeah. bring it to the table. I sent a picture of that pepperoni bread, and everybody here, that's atrocious. It was a loaf mm. of bread. It was a loaf of bread with a slice of pepperoni on it. Right. Horrible. Like, horrible. Horrible. <laughs> All right. And whoever did that, Ronnie, let me know, and I will make sure that it is known. All right. But... He'll be sleeping with the fishes. He'll be sleeping with... Well, I'll have my cousin Vinny take care of it. Uh, hey, now. Catch us live next week at Mr. B's. All right. We are going to be at Mr. B's Tavern. 
which is like 130th and Pearl area. Come on out. Yep. Come on out if you sure. want to come out and Absolutely. hang out with us. Um, we're going to have food. We're going to do... We got Harold Keel from the APA coming on with us. We got Vic, the owner, coming on with us. Mm-hmm. We're going to have other friends there that are going to chime in there. Two cents. Toby, who called Vinny fat a couple while ago. Was that me or you? I don't remember. Oh, he already knows I'm fat. That's my bad. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I'm trying right, to so, pass the buck on I know. I know. So, my cousin Vinny, give him a good night. Fat by hey. association, Vinny. Right. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. Big Brad, give him a God bless. Yep. God bless you. God bless America. And thank you. And God bless your Cleveland Browns. All right. I am that fat guy. Thank you so much, Cleveland Browns, for a great year. We love our troops, our first responders. We're starting to get the vaccine out. Hopefully we can get back to normal soon and go to a football game and a tailgate because I cannot mm-hmm. wait. Home playoff game next year. We are legal him the face. Boys, we are definitely uncorked. We're unloaded and we're out. Thanks for listening. Oh, you know, my, oh, you know, my, oh, you know, my.